Welcome to another edition of the Wrestling Heroes and Insiders podcast, aka The Whip Show. And right now, you're railing with the World Heavyweight Champion, Mr. Joe Walker. This episode is going to be a bit unconventional. I'm usually in my studio, but right now I'm on the road, driving and I'm having some thoughts about my life and professional wrestling and the impact professional wrestling has had on my life. I had the honor of hosting an event, 517living.com's 517living night. Shout out to its founder, Sarah Pierce. And while I was there, my role was to engage the people coming to the event, greet them, speak with them, make them feel welcome, inform them on everything that was happening during that day, help help them be excited about what's happening in the community and why this event was taking place. This was a unifying event. This was a community unifying event. This was a, an event about being supportive of your your neighbors, your community members. It's honored to be there. But while I'm there, as I am in most events, I am carrying a championship belt. Calling myself the word heavyweight champion. Typically carrying a title belt with me. One of the things I like about doing that at public functions is that it not only draws attention and it and it helps to open up that, that pathway between me and another person and to have a conversation. It breaks the ice. It also captures the attention of children. Adults ask this question, but children ask it more. They want to know why I'm carrying the championship belt. They want to know if I'm a professional wrestler. They want to know if I'm a boxer. They want to know if I'm some kind of competitive combat athlete to which I tell them no I'm a writer and I explain to them that I call myself the word heavyweight champion because of how many times I've been published in the volume for which I've written content over the last 24 years and then I also explain to them one of my biggest influences is professional wrestling not my only influence but it's a major one and the men and women that I've watched from the time I was probably six years old until now who have inspired me entertained me made me laugh made me angry these people taught me character development these people introduced me to the art of physical storytelling. These people introduced me to psychology. These people introduced me to rapport. Professional wrestlers are experts at building rapport with an audience. And this is something that I don't take for granted. I commend them. I thank them. I'm grateful to them. Especially the professional wrestlers that I've met in person. And I'm able to tell them how much I've been influenced by their profession and what they do. 
when I have the honor of standing in front of a crowd, no matter the size, whether it's 25 people or whether it's 2,500 people, I like being able to build that rapport with them, to engage with them, to make them laugh, to make them silent and focused where I have their undivided attention. The words I choose, how I say them, the inflection. While I went to school and I took speech and I was part of drama and I had to do presentations. A lot of that engagement, you know, I, I learned that from watching professional wrestling, from watching WCW Saturday night, from watching professional wrestling on Sundays on TBS, from watching WWF superstars on to Monday Night Raw, Monday Nitro, SmackDown. ECW Hardcore TV Lucha Underground NWA Power to, to this day the list goes on I watched Global Wrestling I watched Glow I consumed a lot of professional wrestling and I paid attention I paid close attention to how they spoke how they carried themselves how they direct it into the camera, eye contact. Even though when they're talking in, into the television, into a television camera during a backstage segment, during an interview, they're not, they can't see the person that's watching on television. But they're giving them their attention. And that takes skill. And it takes time and experience to develop that, to develop that skill. It is an art. You are telling stories. You are painting pictures. You are helping people to visualize. You are helping people to understand and conceptualize. And I think this is one of the skills and one of the traits of professional wrestling that in wider media, wider entertainment, wider population of culture, it's kind of goes underappreciated. And this is just my opinion. I think people who are not professional wrestling fans, who are not professional wrestling admirers, who are not professional wrestling supporters, and they're not close with someone who is, they simply don't understand. They don't understand what it takes to do what these people do. So many, the first thing they want to do is use the F word when it comes to professional wrestling. I've heard professional wrestlers be described as glorified stunt people, bad actors. So, some of the things are so insulting and they've made such an impact on me I take it personally 
when I carry this championship belt, and the, and the one that I had on at the event was the current iteration of the WWE Championship, currently held by Roman Reigns, the unified WWE Universal Champion. He's got the Universal title on one shoulder, the WWE title on the other or around his waist. It was introduced by The Rock, someone I have tremendous respect for because of his work ethic, his entertainment value, his commitment to his role, his commitment to his persona, that I often go back and watch. I put in DVDs and I watch old segments of rock. I go on Hulu and the WWE on Peacock and YouTube and I watch segments of The Rock his way with words his candor it's astounding and others but that title that particular title introduced by The Rock um, this is the one that I that I had with me and these these children who are fans of the current product in WWE they recognize it they come up to me and they want to know why I have it sometimes when they ask the question or they come up to me and they, and they ask me why I'm carrying the belt sometimes I don't answer right away what I do is immediately unclip the belt from around my waist if I'm not carrying it over my shoulder a lot of times I, I have it I have the belt on I'm wearing it I unclip the belt from around my waist and I just hand it to them and to see the look on their face when they hold that title. I was at another event. It's been a few years ago. And it was an event about being supportive. It was actually the, it was an event for um, during the Flint water crisis. And it was hip hop for Flint in Grand Rapids, Michigan. So many tremendous acts were on that show. From One Below, Jose Moore, Serene Poems, Bronze Nazareth, June Mega, Lady Ace. It was an incredible lineup. But I spoke during that show um, one of the things I said while holding the championship belt and I don't remember which one I was carrying at the time um, but I, I, I was carrying one one of the things I I did was pay homage to um, some of the recording artists from from Michigan that had passed on Kevlar 7 Mr. Everything and just paid my respects which is what I would do if if I was a professional wrestler I had the honor of standing in the ring and speaking 
I would want to first pay respects to the people who stood in those spots before me. The Macho Man Randy Savage. Owen Hart. The the list goes on. Sadly, there's been far too many. So more than I can just run off at the moment. But then, I went on to speak about why we were there. We were there to help raise money for people who were suffering. And they used the championship belt as my analogy. On this day, on that night, we were champions for someone else. We were there to champion a cause. We were those champions, those voices. And I held that title up. And the crowd cheered. When I'm in public and I'm carrying that title, I have the responsibility of its legacy, the legacy of its current iteration, and all the ones that came before it, and everyone that's ever held it or provided for it. And when those children approach me, I'm, I'm also carrying the legacy of my own professional career, my own personal entertainment tastes which involves professional wrestling my own desire to inspire encourage and entertain people through the words I use when I write and when I have a microphone and I'm standing in front of them as a host those children approach me it's an opportunity for me to be their champion not to discourage them but to encourage them to influence them, to place something in their hands and give them a feeling that they may have, they may never have. There are so many people on this earth who will never hold a championship belt. They never will. They never will. Where they're in a profession where they can win a championship. Some of them may compete for one and never, and never hold it. And never know what that feels like. And I'm in a position with these young people who approach me at these events to hand them that championship and just give them that feeling even for a moment. To be their champion and let them feel like a champion even for a few seconds them take pictures with it with their siblings with their friends with their family alone just have that moment that feeling I understand when wrestlers have been in the business for years and what it feels like to never have held a title while these outcomes are decided by someone in, in in a creative controlling role it's discussed it's decided imagine what it feels like to be one of those people that don't get that opportunity think about Kofi Mania 
when Kofi Kingston expressed how he felt about never holding the WWE title and how all those years and everything he'd gone through and he never even got a shot he never even got a match the chance the opportunity the angle the storyline nothing it was it was never a part of it never had the chance and the passion the honesty and people rallied behind him because they felt it he felt it I felt it that was one of the WrestleManias that I couldn't wait to see to watch Kofi Kingston compete against Brian Danielson Daniel Bryan in WWE for the WWE title at WrestleMania that meant a lot to see that forget the racial aspect of it I know that was big for a lot of people and I totally understand that but this was just another wrestler someone different who I've been entertained by I love the New Day I love the New Day I love what they represent I liked them when they were the bad guys I liked them as good guys I like I just I, I like them from the very beginning and to listen to them talk in interviews and hear Xavier and Big E talk about wanting to see Kofi hold that title I, I, it meant a lot to be able to sit there and witness that to have the opportunity to witness that for him to get that title here we are again back to this iteration of the title the WWE title its legacy and the responsibility that comes with carrying it I don't take it lightly at all when these children come up to me again at, at this event and there were several and I'll close with this there was a young boy um, was, there were some other young, young gentlemen with him I don't know if these were his brothers or his friends or cousins or a combination of and there was one adult with him, the male, and I knew this was his father because of how he, he called him dad as they were talking. And it, and it came up to me, um, they, saw, they saw the belt, they came up to me, and I saw him looking from a distance, and I was gonna approach him anyway and greet him, welcome him to the event. But they approached. We kind of, we kind of met each other in the middle, okay. And this young fella had his eyes on the belt, and he asked me why I carry it. Was I a wrestler? I told him no. I told him that I was a writer. I had been published thousands of times. And I had earned this nickname of the word heavyweight champion. And that's why I carry the belts. I also told him that 
know, one of the greatest professional wrestlers of all time had spent time with me here in this hometown. I wanted him to understand the magnitude of it. Like one time John Cena came here and he and I sat down and talked for like two hours. This great conversation. We talked about movies and video games and fashion and and I was just explaining to him and watching the look on his face. And he was so impressed. I took the belt off and I handed it to him. And he held it and he looked at it. This look of astonishment. And he couldn't believe it was in his hands. And he was like, it's heavier than I thought it would be. Yeah, it's pretty heavy. So I ask him. I say, who's your favorite in the WWE right now. And he says, The Miz. I said, Oh, The Miz is one of my favorites too. He has been for a long time. He was one of those guys that I always wanted to see be champion. You know, people hated him. I mean, he's got so much charisma. And I loved watching him develop. But anyway, this young man said, The Miz. I'm like, Oh, I love The Miz too. And his compadres behind them are kind of nodding their head and some of them are shaking their head and I said I bet I know why you like The Miz so much and he said why I said you like him because he's and he I just trailed it off and then the young man went awesome and we laughed his compadres behind him laughed and then his dad says, I don't understand what's going on. And he kind of chuckled. And I just look at him and I say, you should take the time to understand what's going on. Thank you for listening to Railing with the Word Heavyweight Champion, Mr. Joe Walker, on the Wrestling Heroes and Insiders podcast, a.k.a. The Whip Show. Be sure to like, share, and subscribe, and support the platform wherever you get your podcast from. Follow the Whip Show podcast on all social media and follow me on Twitter at Mr. Joe Walker. No excuses. Championships only. Be kind. Be creative. Win.